The Salvadorian Civil War, 1980. I'm Genesis Chavez. El Salvador, as described by Maritza Cárdenas, is the smallest country in Central America with a population of roughly 6.4 million residents. El Salvador gained its independence from Spain in 1821. Since then, it has functioned as its own country where many citizens have been unsatisfied with the way the government is running the country. This led to a brutal war that lasted 12 years. The Civil War broke out during a time of distress throughout El Salvador in 1980 and ran through 1992. After the revolutionary government, Junta, failed to keep the promise of raising the living standard for Salvadorian citizens, people revolted against the military, initiating the Civil War in 1980. This led to the upbringing of guerrillas formed by citizens revolting and advocating for change in the government, fighting against the Salvadoran military dictatorship trying to control their citizens. The Salvadorian Civil War was one of the worst massacres in Latin American history, where approximately 70,000 Salvadorian citizens were murdered. This podcast will focus on the experiences Salvadorians went through during the war and how the United States ultimately supported the brutal war. My focus will center around the hardships Salvadorians overcame and what these people did in order to flee such harsh conditions. The Salvadorian Civil War had two primary actors. A Marxist-Leninist guerrilla group called the Farabundo Martin National Liberation Front FMLN and the Salvadorian government themselves. The FMLN is a leftist group formed by citizens who revolted and advocated for change in the Salvadorian fascist military dictatorship. The FMLN first formed in 1970 and united against the Salvadorian military. The FMLN and its political wing, the Democratic Revolutionary Front, were supported by Nicaragua, Cuba, and Soviet governments. The FMLN moved weapons and people in and out of the country undetected via the Gulf of Fonseca in Nicaragua. Cuba and Nicaragua also helped train and provide medical care to FMLN soldiers. Their goal was to bring a better lifestyle to Salvadorians. On the other hand, the Salvadorian government who opposed FMLN's leftist ideals were supported by the U.S. government. The United States sent over a total of $4 billion in economic aid to help the Salvadorian military. As described by Roberto Lavato in Democracy Now!, the United States also trained their military and supported their militia with armors in hopes of protecting democracy against what they believe were communist guerrilleras. During the Civil War, there were three different groups of people. One, the people fighting along the FMLN. Two, the government fighting against the people and trying to control the people. And three, everyday working Salvadorians who were caught in between the crossfire. The individuals caught in between the crossfires 
were victims to the war and the massive massacres fought between the other two parties. An example of a massive massacre that occurred in the midst of conflict in El Salvador was the El Mozote massacre that took place in and around the village of El Mozote. On December 11, 1981, when the Salvadorian army, with the help of the U.S. Army, killed more than 800 unarmed civilians during the Salvadorian Civil War. These civilians were of different ages, with the youngest massacred being just a couple months. This led thousands of people to flee El Salvador in hopes of finding better living conditions elsewhere. Many people fell victims of the war and the mass killings that took place around El Salvador during the 12 years and decided to flee. My parents both immigrated to the United States during the 12-year war. They both experienced the war differently since they both came from two different parts of El Salvador. My father, Maxim Hola. Chavez, was 16 and lived in Usulután with his family when the war began in 1980. My mother, Dina Chavez, Hola. was 12 and lived in San Salvador when the war first began in 1980. Although my parents didn't partake in any war activity, they were often caught in between a crossfire. Bueno, si hablamos acerca de la violencia, fueron tiempos difíciles porque algunas veces se enfrentaba, se encontraba la militar con la, con la FMLN y se, agarraron, se agarraban y alguna, una vez se, se agarraron cerca de la casa y vieron varios muertos. Cuando yo pasé por ahí, ahí había unos muertos en, en la calle y pasaron varios días y no los habían enterrado todavía. Y era, era pánico para la, la gente de ahí del rancho, del lugar rural. Fue, fue, fue bien, bien difícil, eh, pero gracias a Dios pudimos nosotros salir eh, sobrevivientes, se puede decir, de ese momento difícil. Yo este, viví la guerra, fue algo muy difícil para todos porque este, íbamos tal vez en las calles y de repente encontrábamos con el ejército y la guerrilla y que se agarraban a balazos y tal vez a nosotros nada más nos zumbaban las balas por todos lados. Una vez yo tenía mucho pánico, mucho pánico porque yo andaba vendiendo en la calle porque ese fue mi trabajo, vender. Y Iba por la esquina, una, había caminado una cuadra cuando de repente empezó la balacera y yo corrí, corrí y, y yo sentía que todos los muertos caían a mi alrededor. Es algo, un pánico que no se lo deseo a nadie, la verdad que no. My parents' brutal experience in the war was similar to what most Salvadorians experienced since everyone was affected no matter what part of El Salvador you resided in. El Salvador was in a state of chaos, and everyone was in a state of panic. 
This influenced many to leave their homes and pursue a future elsewhere. Entonces a mí me motivó venirme a los Estados Unidos porque estaba difícil, muchos de mis amigos fallecieron. Y gracias a Dios que Estados Unidos me, me, me dio este, la bienvenida y pude arreglar papeles y ahora soy un ciudadano de Estados Unidos. My parents weren't actively participating in the war, but they both still experienced the mass killings, violence, traumatizing experiences, and a low living standards in El Salvador that led them to flee during the Civil War. This led to what my parents, along with most others Central Americans referred to as one of the coldest wars in Central America, where thousands of lives were lost in between crossfires. These conditions led many Salvadorians to leave their homeland and go to neighboring countries. This resulted in approximately 1 million Salvadorians fleeing the Civil War, where 50% of these people fled to the United States seeking refuge. It was obvious that the FMLN was outgunned, outmanned, and outfinanced while the U.S. economically helped the Salvadoran militia. But the FMLN put up a fight for 12 years. The United States provided a total of $4 billion in economic aid to help the Salvadoran military. That is $1 million a day. They also trained the military and supported their militia with guns, vests, and small bombs in hopes of protecting democracy against what they believe were communist guerrillas. The United States' fear of El Salvador becoming communist kept their involvement in the war. The United States intervention led to the ongoing migrant crisis. Their aid and support for the Salvadoran military resulted in the loss of over 75,000 lives and in the most brutal war in Central American history.